So I'm Isaac. This is Isaac Interviews. Veronica Olson. We met at Green Sage on Hendersonville Road. We had a delightful conversation. You might hear some espresso machines or coffee makers or cups being dropped in the background. But that adds to the ambiance and it makes me feel like you might feel that you're right there with us. It was a great conversation. I appreciated it, Veronica. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy it too. Isaac Interviews. This is the podcast that you clicked on or somebody around you has clicked on. Um, it's an audio thing. I'm Isaac, I believe. Uh, it's associated with 103.3 Asheville FM. You can get it on their website, 103.3 Asheville FM.com. Then you click on podcast at the top of the page. Then you scroll down and you'll see my glorious existence. This is Isaac Interviews in association with 103.3 Asheville FM. Oh! Hey, hello, my name is Isaac. Um, this is Isaac Interviews, the podcast. It's January 22nd, 2022. Took a little time off because of some sad seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not kidding, but I'm back. I'm interviewing Veronica today at Green Sage and on Hendersonville Road. Never met Veronica. She seems like a cool person. Um... I don't interview people who I don't think are initially cool or good. But I'm here a little early. I thought we were supposed to meet at 7.45. It's 7.23. Um, I plan to get here early to find a nice spot where there's not any music blasting. And just because it gives me the jump on the guest. But she sent me a message saying, hey, this like they don't up at eight. See you at eight. So I'll be in my car until 8. But I hope it's a good interview. I've written up some sterling questions. She has a timeline. I have a timeline. It should be good. So next time you hear my voice, this will be Isaac Interviews. Veronica. All right, so I'm in the Green Sage. Just waiting. She had ice in her car. Oh shit. Um, there's ice in her car. There's a lot of ice out there. So she said she'd be around 810, you know. How would she know that I'm crazy about punctuality? Um, but I am. But it's also, I'm also pretty easy going. So it's fine. Um. They're playing some music in the background, like my show via more. Shout out to Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, in the book, actually, not the film. It's a different song. I think it's Kenny G in the book. Um, the song that triggers Pat. But this is good. So now I can wait for her to show up and get a jump on her, and you guys can experience the whole greeting. Hopefully this music doesn't pick up too much so they'll, you know, I think it is, but <laughs> we'll deal with that in post-production. Um, 
and she's pulling up right now. So that's kind of half punctual. Um, so this is good. You know, the, this interview is going to go shorter than most of them. She's got a time crunch, and I gave her a time crunch before that, which is good because she might be lame. She might be plastic. She might be somebody I don't want to talk to. But she might be awesome and great. Blah, 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 blah. We'll see. This is about to happen. Typical. The music that they're listening to in the kitchen is better than the music they're listening to out here in the um, whatever it is, the dining area. Fun fact. This is the table area I found. I like it, right by the window. I'm nice. Isaac. Nice to see you. I put this on to look cooler. Yeah, I like and it. And block out the sun. For sure. Are they? Do you need me to help you get attention of the oh, um, man? He, he saw me. I'm gonna uh, order some hot to drink. This is where I am. Okay. I they got music playing. It should be fine. I think this is nice and cozy. Good to see you. Good to meet you. I'm dressed like a G. I got like some ripped pants, like jeans, but then I'm wearing like a green sweater top, like Richard Rogers. Uh, it's kind of bold, but classic. I got a nice seat here next to the window. You see Hendersonville Road right up the hill. Is a bunch of stores right up the other hill. Is some homes. Welcome. So you wake up early. As do I. Yes. That's what they say. <laughs> We're the only people that are like patrons of this establishment so far. But Green Sage is a popular place. I don't know when I edit this if I'm going to bleep out Green Sage. I probably am because that type of thing's fun for me, and I'm not sure if they want me <laughs> to put them on blast. It's good publicity. Um. This is going to be fun. I love interviewing people. I'm naturally curious. Actually kind of nervous. You know, most of the other interviews are people I know or people I've heard through stand-up or on the radio. I've just exchanged correspondence with her via the written word for quite a while. That's an espresso machine. That's how they like condense and compress the caffeine out of the beans, like tighter than just coffee. It's so interesting to meet somebody after uh, you know, because she's obviously got it put together more than me. I'm pretty loose in my appearance in my presentation, but I'm also quite tight with my meticulousness. Okay, so we're. It's about to begin. Just calm down. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. This is uh, the man brought you this. I think you probably ordered it. Yes. I was talking about how, you know, I got a travel cup, which means I'm probably more on the go always in my mind. And you're more probably in the present. Because you got, asked for one? They asked me. And you wanted to travel. They said, do you want a mug or do you want a travel cup? It's a travel cup. He didn't Did even you? ask me. 
Oh, well, maybe that's sexist. Maybe. I don't know. I wanted to assume. How are you? Good. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never done a podcast before. Do I have any obvious blemishes or things on my face that I need to, to um, attend to? Are you serious? No. Oh, I thought you, you could have been like, are you serious? So obvious. Yes. No. Thank you. You either. But um, I don't think you were concerned. Well, it's not it's not video recording. So. Okay. But uh, for your sake, and I could be embarrassed if I'm interviewing you and I have a great big boil. Oh, I mean, I um, actually so right before Christmas, I had to leave the job that I was at because it was discovered that the the office I was working on had mold. And it was making me really sick. So I'm actually still detoxing. So my skin, I, I do have blemishes. I'm just wearing. Could you jacket. feel it? Yeah, I'm like hypersensitive to it. I mean, I was like really, really sick before Christmas. Um, How many people are in like the in office? So I'm a bit few, much. Quite a few. But the thing is, is that they weren't really having the reactions that I was. I had rented a house in West Asheville that had black mold that made me very sick, which is why I'm so sensitive. So my life took a huge turn right before Christmas. I'm still detoxing, um, but it'll probably take me like about a month to get like fully better. So, anyways, but my skin no. was my skin was freaking out because all of it when your your body like your skin is usually what detoxes the most, right. especially if like other. It's what gets the most exposure. Yeah, and like for me, um, you know, you have like multiple channels in your system. Hey, that was As a really nice answer class. about the exfoliator, about my blemishes. Thank you. You have wonderful skin. Well, I, did, I know that. Thank you. Yeah, you have really good skin. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Like I maybe. Let me see if they have a little sweetener on the back. I'm just, uh, yes. Here's some salt. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna calm down. I haven't done this for maybe a month, and I'm berating the poor woman with, uh, you know. All right. I, okay, I was so telling. How does this work? Are you like going to record while we're doing it? Oh, it's already recording. Oh, fabulous. recording for like 20 minutes. Oh, so then you can just edit it later. Right. Okay. Are you um, sure it's recording correctly? Because we would hate for it to, um... Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. going. Sweet. Um, what would you have got a cup like? What? Would you got it a travel cup or in a mug? Uh, well, because we're going to just be here for a while, I figured the mug would be... Oh, so maybe he knew. Maybe he's intuitive. Maybe. Um, this is a podcast. This is what I do. I like to just meet people and uh, parade them with parade a word, whatever. I'll look it up um, later because I have a thing for verbiage. Like, uh, I wrote some interesting questions. Sweet. I just meet people wherever and we talk and whatever sticks we talk about, whatever you don't like. And that's important too. If you're not down with what we're talking about, just stay. Next. Okay. Or edit that out. Okay. Um, unless it's all of it. So is this going to go live somewhere? No, it's on the website. Um, so people can go click on it at random. Okay. It's on Spotify. Okay, um, cool. So for the website, or for the what uh, Asheville FM's website. Oh, okay, great. So it's not live, but there might be some listeners out there that, like, the mayor might listen to it. Okay, great. But that could give you a good a leg up. It's great publicity for all things Veronica. Fabulous. May I, <laughs> may, may I begin? Yeah, let's go for it.
Okay, so let's start simple. Your name is Veronica, correct? Yep. Spell that for me, please. V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A. I was looking for T-H-A-T space F-O-R space M-E space P-L-E-A-S-E. -E. Spell that for me, please. What? I said spell that for me, please. And you spelled your name. I spelled my name. I'm messing with you. Okay, I'm so sorry. Okay, okay. I'm so sorry. No, that's cool. I'm just trying to like, you know, make sure I'm not missing. Right, you did really well. You did okay. it like a normal person would, okay. but I threw you a curveball. But we're not even playing baseball. All right. Well, Has anyone ever called you Verno? No. Uh, people call me V Vero. Growing up, my name Vero? is Vero, like that's V E cool. R O. Um, the Latin root word Vero. Wow, means you're intelligent, to huh? See. To see? To see, um, which is interesting because my biological mother was Catholic and oh, she named me Veronica from the Veronica in the Bible. And Who is Veronica in the Bible? Well, in catechism, she was on the sidelines while Jesus was getting crucified and she felt bad for him. So she took her veil so she, and right. she like wiped the sweat and blood off of his face and apparently this veil still exists and so Veronica is supposed to signify true image or to see, which makes sense because Vero the, right. the root She wiped his face so he could see. That's part of it maybe. Part of it, yeah. Anyway, so um growing up my nickname was Roni, like R O N I. But not many people call me that anymore. Only a few select friends who knew me from like way back in the day. And uh, are you okay with that name? Yeah, I mean, I don't like introduce myself as Roni now. <laughs> um, I'm a grown woman now, so that seems a little obsolete for where I'm at in my life. Okay, Roni, <laughs> tell me where you came from, how, how your life all started, like uh, Florida, maybe, maybe Melbourne. How'd you know that? Yes, Kennedy so Space I, Center, yeah. Patrick Air Force Base, Cocoa Beach. Cocoa Beach. My uncle's worked at Bunky's Raw Bar for 35 years, 36 years now. Oh, nice. Which is right there on the, um, right there in front of Patrick. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I was born in Florida and I um, was put into the foster care system when I was two. My uh, biological mother had um, a lot of issues, and she was not very well on many levels. Like emotionally? Uh, yeah. she. Some people called her schizophrenic, bipolar. Basically, she had a lot of trauma in her past right. that was never acknowledged. And then and back she, then, it was um, more taboo to even address that stuff. Yeah, and so I think she made some poor decisions in terms of some drug use and then therefore invited a lot of darkness in her life and somewhere along the way in between being homeless she had me and uh, yeah I guess I was actually kind of scared of her it was really confusing because um, on a just like primal level I felt connected to her because she was right. you know the woman that birthed me but I Naturally. also knew that she, unfortunately, had attracted a lot of darkness in her life, like I mentioned a minute ago. And so she wasn't a very safe person to be around. Right. 
So it was considered an emergency situation to get me out of where I was with her. Um, so then I was brought to the Olsons, which I have been... Mary-Kate and Ashley? No, however, it is spelled the same. So they are... Uh, oh, that's the foster facility. Um, well, the foster care system will set you up with foster parents. And a lot of times, if the relationship makes sense, um, the relationship being the foster parents and the foster child that they take in, then there's a possibility for adoption. And that's what happened with me, except my adoption took seven years because my biological mother was really fiercely fighting for me. Um, really? But she's a big part of the reason why we left Florida and we moved to North Carolina. Because she was toxic. Well, she was crazy. They, they, she found out what neighborhood we lived in and she was potentially trying to kidnap me. It was kind of wild, that's honestly. Intense. Yeah, so we moved to North Carolina. Um, so I was actually born Veronica Lee Ronsnitch. Ronsnitch is with an H. It's Slavic. Jewish? Uh, my grandparents came came over from Croatia. Cool. Um, so then in second grade or whatever grade it is that I was nine when I was actually officially adopted, I became an Olsen. Cool. So yeah. So then from that point on, oh, that's um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't necessarily. You keep saying was about your biological mother. Oh, I mean, she passed away. So she passed away when I was in middle school from a heart attack. Um, did you attend the... She didn't have a funeral. There was no one to throw her a funeral. Um, um, I didn't actually even cry when I found out that she died. I, I finally experienced the reality of that later on in my life. You have closure? I had a really like beautiful, intense, spiritual uh, experience. Um, How did that come about? DMT. Right. <laughs> um, yep. That's out there, but hey, honestly, the best policy. Sure. So yeah, I, I finally ended up mourning her death later on just, during oh, that experience. experience. That's terrible. No, it was actually really beautiful. It was like right. I... So it's like, just, were you expecting it? Or did it just no. Um, it started off... The experience was really euphoric and beautiful, and I was what a in gift. some sort of dimension where it seemed like it was heavenly. Um, and like just beautiful, beautiful visuals. And I mean, I basically felt like I was making love to the universe. Right, and then all of a sudden, everything went black. And a voice came in and was like, okay, well, are you ready to experience what you really came here for? Mm. And I said, okay, yeah. And so this voice directed me to lay down in Shavasana. And then... It's like a pose? It's like corpse pose in the yoga world. Say it again. It's corpse pose no, in no, the yoga world. Term. Shavasana. Shavasana. It's usually the pose that you end your yoga class with. Um, anyway, so I lay, basically you're essentially oh, laying like flat on your back. Right. Yeah. So, and I was on top of a roof, by the way. <laughs> and, um, you made it. You yeah, survived. I made it. And so everything was black. And then essentially what I was being told and what I felt hmm. on a deep emotional intuitive level is that I was back in her womb. 
and I had this conversation with her and she it, it, and it was like the part of her that was still pure like before the darkness really ate her up and she told me that she loved me and I told her that she loved and I told her that I I loved her back and I, I asked why she had to get so sick and she just said that I didn't need to worry about it but you remember I, her yeah but she just said that I just was needed she nice to, to you? um there was some abuse that happened when I was a toddler. Um, she had a fragmented spirit. Like so she that's was usually, this way, then this way. Then yeah, that's every usually, other different way. That's kind of how it goes with mental sure. illness. It's like your your spirit literally is fragmented, um, and the more dark spirits that come, then it attracts more. At least that's how it, I've interpreted things in my experiences with those sort of situations. So yeah, I had this really beautiful healing experience and then I cried for a few hours and uh, yeah. So mom, my mom died in middle school and... Um, Are you close with the elephants? No, I'm not. I am with my father. Um, my, I very much... What are they, lame? Like jerk? Uh, my mom is a very... Um, like really religious? They are church people, however, I wouldn't say they necessarily I'm trying to portray that image. Act churchly. I love them very much, but my biological or my adoptive mother, she's very narcissistic and cold. She calls all the shots. My dad, I very much related to the Cinderella archetype growing up. Like mm. they, I feel like in that classic Cinderella story. The stepmother, part of the reason why she's so cruel to Cinderella is because she was envious of the relationship she had with the father. And that's kind of part of why I think my adoptive mother was so mean to me. It's just because I got a lot Right, you took the attention. Yeah, I took the attention. Um, but, you know, so, yeah, so getting through high school, I left when I was 16. And You're pretty no-nonsense, huh? What was that? You're pretty no-nonsense. Uh, at this point in my life, yeah, this is like a full... A bullshit free zone for sure. Well, we're gonna get along famously. Wonderful. So yeah, I I made it through high school. Thank God. Is Gus not in the original? Um, Who? Gus from the Disney animated classic. I don't know. I'm not. He's the fat mouse with the yellow shirt and the green toboggan that helps Cinderella. Is he not in the original folklore? Oh, he probably is. I kind of forgot about... Uh, the... I doubt he is. Wow, you are good with names. I forgot the name of the mouse. Okay, can I... I'm gonna go... I got, I've got a uh, Yeah, recipe. go for it. it we'll I touch can, on I mean, there's everything. a lot of chapters in my life, so... But I wasn't it. ready. You're, you've got, you're ready to go down. With the whole, I, mean, I woke up feeling pretty fresh. I and... really appreciate it. That's... <laughs> you know your biological... This wasn't written, but, you know, I go off the... What you put out there. Did you never know your biological father? No. Um, believe heavy. me, social services, they definitely wanted to know who he was. My biological mother said it was somebody and they did a test and it wasn't. Um, so it's a complete mystery. It was probably not, you know, a very significant relationship and my mom was probably too much to handle for whoever that was. We, um, most of us, I'm going to say something. Go for it. Most of us have to deal with trauma. Get trauma bestowed upon us as we live life. You got a nice helping of trauma from the get-go. Or not trauma, singular traumas. And that could be a gift, right? Because you have to, it forces you to acknowledge it early on. Oh, yeah. Instead of spending the rest of your life trying to figure it out. 
you had to figure it out. I early. yeah. And so the rest of the time you could be peaceful with yourself and your existence, while the rest of the world has to get over. Like it takes a, a lot for somebody to realize, like, oh, I'm going through something, and I've gone through some trauma to even acknowledge it. So I'm trying to say that I'm trying to spin it as that's kind of, that could be nice. In oh that yeah, regard. I mean, like just recently I had this epiphany that one of the main positive things that I realize. I acquired as a skill as a toddler because of my experiences and challenges with both the biological and the adoptive mother is that I was forced to think critically right. because I everything I realized as a young girl that my mothers were not well I realized that I couldn't actually uh, use them. Are you in oh, I've done a shit ton of therapy. I love therapy. I have therapy this afternoon. Right um, all different kinds of therapy. But I like, you know, I, I just knew that they weren't well. So it's like basically whatever they did, I had to think critically and do the opposite. And so I, and especially with the world we live in, thinking critically is very important. I see your fingernails. They're not very fancy or anything. That's nice. Mine either. That was, that was a curveball. Peanut butter or jelly? Do I like it? Peanut butter or jelly? Well, can't I you can't. have them together? Peanut butter. I love peanut butter. Of course you can have them together. Well, but then if, you had to, if you had to pull them apart. Peanut butter. What's wrong with jelly? There's nothing wrong, but you asked You're me right. what I would choose. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on COVID-19? Hell yeah. I've got lots of thoughts. Have, uh, you, have you ever had it? I'm pretty sure I had it, but I don't know. Um, <clears throat> for respiratory disease has been going around. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard a few little chirps around the way. Uh, I think that COVID is a big soupy mess. I think that it's been um, very much manipulated on a lot of different levels. I think, it's, I think it's very real, uh, but I think that Unfortunately, there have been um, entities that have really taken advantage of the situation, like big tech, big pharma. My personal intuitive opinion is that it has much more to do with money and control than actual health. I mean, honestly, if they really cared about our health, we probably all have free health care. I think it's been... Um, I don't think it's been handled very well, um, and yeah, I mean, it's awful. It's It's been devastating, but I also think that, um, you know, we need to move forward. Do you know anything about Sailor Moon? I have, I'm sorry. No, we, I We don't. only have a little bit of time, Yeah. so I just have to move along. Yeah, go I've ahead. got a real angle here. Yeah. No, you don't know anything about Sailor Moon? No, I don't. Me neither. Okay. Tell me about real estate. Real estate um, is... Do you have to wear a tie? You don't have to wear... Or the equivalent? I mean, you can wear whatever you want to wear. I guess it depends on the client. Um, yeah. Well, what do you do? Well, I, got I bought a house. I'm a former homeowner. Okay, so I actually have a little bit more of a unique real estate background. I was licensed in 2016. My initial plan was to immediately start doing residential real estate in Asheville. 
I was doing some high-end bartending at the time of me getting Where? my license. A Grove Park Inn, oh, Blackbird. Right and right before I actually got my um, real estate license, I met the supervisor of the region of Duke Energy. At the bartender bar? Yes. He came into the bar. He offered me a job on the spot. So I was immediately recruited to be Duke right Energy's real estate representative. Was that cool? It was a tremendous opportunity to really grow professionally, <laughs> however, um, and it was really intense, you know, it was a big learning curve for me. I, the last two years I was there, I covered all of Henderson, Polk, Transylvania, Rutherford County, parts of Buncombe. Did you I had about, other places? Yeah, I did, I did a lot of driving. Um, I had about 15 engineers who would assign me work. It was just land acquisition. But I, the I, longer I was there, the more political it became, and quite frankly, I kind of felt like I was getting paid well to do their dirty work, because I was. I was essentially charming people to signing easements. I was very good at it, um, but it felt out of alignment with my integrity. It felt greasy. Yeah. I'm not really a corporate person anyway, so I didn't see myself staying there. So I um, resigned the first quarter of the pandemic, and um, it's been a intense, challenging journey since I resigned, building up my business on my own, but I can- So you were for you. Yeah, but I can say that all of that hard work is really starting to pay off now. I'm starting to taste the fruit of a lot of labor, and it's really exciting. Um, I had a few distractions this past year. Uh, mold, and mold distractions. Oh, relationships, things like that. Yeah, that's a way. To, that's a version of mold. I kind of bounced around from firm to firm, and I had taken an hourly position using my real estate license to represent a construction company, but that's the place that had the mold which I think was all a blessing in disguise because now I'm much happier where I am. I'm at Caldwell Banker King and yeah, things are really starting to come into alignment for me. So sorry. Let's I, go I'm on. so impulsive, me. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I, you seem, this is a compliment. You seem really guarded, but really open at the same time, which is a difficult thing, makes you a difficult to be you, right? Yeah. Good luck figuring me out. Oh, not, I figure everybody out. I have no problem. With that, there's no way. See, I, I can't even figure me out. I got you. But it's a good thing. Well, thank you. I'm sorry uh, you've had to deal with that. Deal with what? Being, uh, never mind. You're right. She's holding up a spoon to me. A, <laughs> a slender spoon. Well, beat you with a spoon. Which is really good for the next question I have oh, written. bring it. Have you ever murdered a person? Physically or, or energetically? Expand on that. Um, no, I have not physically murdered anybody, but in well, terms of like murder me. murdering someone's ego, yeah, totally. Right on. I'm I actually, have that written down later. I'm actually pretty good at that. Um, you know, I'm a very sweet, loving person, but if someone tries to take my sweetness for weakness or manipulate me, it's like, all right, I'm about to chop someone's head off real quick. I can't find it. Truth. But I wrote down somewhere, have you ever put a child in their place? All the time. Nice. On the reg. What do you know about your biological mother? You told me that. 
that shit crazy. Do you still have a Beagle German Shepherd mix? Yes, Joni! Joni is just a magical, furry bundle of heaven. I just am so completely grateful that she behaved. She's in my life. Yeah, she's she just. Yep. Um, she's got a deep bark if someone potentially is, you know, going to knock on the door or something like that. Uh, she's got a very youthful, enthusiastic spirit. She's eight, but a lot of people still think she's a puppy. Um, she's very sweet. She's just very full spectrum, you know? Like, she's intelligent. She's funny. She's funky. She's Saved just, by the expression machine. She's just so well-rounded. It's incredible. But she is a dog. Yeah, but I think that, the, you know, I think there's a lot more to animals than we understand. Oh, yeah, they got the same, you know, similar spirits. I think that we're going to potentially realize aspects of animals that a majority of the collective has not really considered. In Are you future. a carnivore? No, I just think that... You don't eat meat? Oh, Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about dogs. Uh, no, I don't eat dogs, I don't but eat dogs. Yeah, I eat meat. Typically. I I like to be mindful of consuming sure. meats. Yeah. I think that people should remember that it's not just something that shows up at the grocery store, but an animal actually died. Which animal? Well, whatever animal, I'm yeah. I'm so sorry. You don't deal with uh, bullshit. That's half of who I am. So I definitely eat meat, but I would say I predominantly am plant-based. Right. Um, because of and some health stuff I'm getting over, I try to avoid grain at all costs, and I'm allergic to dairy. So I eat, yeah. I eat fairly clean, what I would do say. do instead of grain? Rice cakes? Potatoes. How do you like your potatoes prepared? Well, that's the thing about potatoes. They're so versatile. Latkes? I mean, you can bake them, you can smash them, you can fry them, you can do this all This is a real way to speed around the answer. I know that you can do all that. How do you prefer it? A potato. I like to, I like to... It's okay. You can't go wrong here. Well, I don't have one preference. I like to switch it up. You like hash browns? Yeah. How about, um... I like a lot of other root vegetables, too. Or just, just potatoes. Okay. Um, you know, I like, you like the, turnips. I like the purple potatoes. I like a lot of the root vegetables. I think it helps you to remember to stay grounded. That's good. I'm a, you know, you're a Taurus, right? Hell yeah, I am. Yeah, I am I'm a Taurus a, to a T. I'm a triple Capricorn. I'm an Earth sign. I get the dirt, the, the dirty world. Yeah, I like beets and. You know, I used to be a dishwasher carrots. for a long time, and beets are the worst, uh, like a dishwasher's nightmare. Oh yeah. Fun fact. Have you ever dabbled in witchcraft? Um, not intentionally. I think there was a very small window of time in... It's not that I was dabbling, but I was associated with people who were dabbling. And you could feel that? I could feel it, and it scared me very much. Was and it kind of exciting? No, it scared me. I just... That's right, because you've been dealt with the, the dark spirits enough. Yeah, I mean, my mom was basically... And you she, know that she that, was witchcraft. That's like, inside of you, so you don't want to even trigger anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, later on in life, while working with a very... <laughs> Sorry. My um, mother listens to this podcast, so I won't say anything else about what I'm thinking. 
anyways, yeah, I think, you know, witchcraft is something that people should be very weary of. It's very real. It's very scary. I think that, um... Well, especially in this, I mean, people, not especially in this town, this town, there's a lot of people who are yeah, like, very, um, messy with it. However, I, with that said, I think that there's a little bit of confusion and there's some blurriness in regards to someone being an alchemist sure. and being connected with the earth and following the moon cycles and utilizing herbs. Because a lot of those things I think are positive and healthy, but they all get clumped together in like the witchcraft category and that's not really fair. But if you want to manipulate energy... People don't like to think that much. People are too lazy with their thinking for them to think anything other than witchcraft. They don't want to think about stuff like that, so they just label it witchcraft. That's witchcraft. Yeah, I mean, because for me at this point in my life... But you're I, right, you're right. But I'm I, saying, like, I do want to try to manipulate energy, but not to do any harm to anybody, but to actually transmute darkness into light. You know, I ask questions like this, not to like see if you deal with witchcraft, because it opens up conversation like this. I deal with all types of energies, and I do weird shit. Um, but I don't think it's witchcraft. Maybe somebody could say that, but I don't care. Have you ever been on a boat? I have. Expand on that. I went on a family cruise in middle school. What school did and you go I, to around here? I was a bear cat from kindergarten all the way to uh, high school. Bear cat? Bear cat. Apparently, it's a real animal. I don't know what a bear cat is. Like I went to North Buncombe. Is this a private school? Well, we can we can look it up on our phone no, right I now. I believe yeah. you. I believe you. But no, where is it? Hendersonville. Hendersonville. Oh, you're, Hendersonville. No wonder that's Elementary. Hello, Hendersonville Middle School. Shame on me. Hendersonville High School. I was at um, Flat Rock Middle School. For Have you ever a year. had an apple from one of the farms? The apple farms. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff's not organic, and I try to eat organic. So sorry, But I do like apples. Pink Lady is my favorite. Really? Yeah. It's perfectly one. sweet and tart all at the same time. I think of it. The one that I have. There, I used to be a produce guy. Pink Ladies are divine. What's your favorite day of the week? It depends on the week. That's fair. Are you good at mathematics? Decent. Prove it. I'm 17 better at times 4. No, I'm not good. It's I like, mean... It's like uh, 68, I think. We'll check that later. But uh, you're probably better than you think. I think it's 50. So 17 times 4. So 4 yeah. times 10 is 40. And 7 times... 4. 4 is 28. So 68. So the way I did it was... Okay. I did 15 times 4. So 15 times 2 is 30. So 15 times 4 is 60. And then 2 times 4 is 8. That's how I do it. I guess, okay. Different strokes okay. for different I, <laughs> I like mathematics because mathematics is exact. And you can't really argue it. And um, it was a selfish flex on my part. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good at it. And, and maybe... Can we move on? You are really good at math. Well, that's not proven, but maybe I had that plant lined up. Do you have any thoughts on clowns or perverts? Uh, creepy and creepy and creepy some more. Do you believe in God? 
or the yes, equivalent? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. What do you compare? Like, what? What's like a? What? How you believe things compared to how the world sees like religion and spirituality? Like, what would you say you're closest to? Um. I mean, I was raised in the church. My name is Isaac Abraham, so I follow a lot of Christian tactics, but I'm way more out of bounds. So I'm way too out of bounds for them. Yeah, I mean, so, um, um, you know, spirituality, I feel like, is a, you're constantly evolving in terms of how you perceive individual spirituality. At least that's been true for me. I was raised Catholic. There's aspects of catechism that I still very much appreciate. If you go into my apartment, I've got the Blessed Mary everywhere. I love burning frankincense. I love the rituals. But I think all of the religions are, in a way, confining. My Absolutely. relationship with God is very, very expansive. It's so beautifully expansive, it's hard to even fully comprehend at times. Um, when I pray, I don't discriminate. I call in all the troops. You know, I, I find I find value in many different religions. I've got a Buddha above my bed. I think that I don't know. I just I just feel like uh. Yeah, you're good. You're that's right. Yeah, I mean, like of course, different cultures um, that were raised in different environments are going to have different people that stand out to them. That God is much smarter than us and brighter. You yeah. Know, and so like, if this is what it takes to get you to what you need to do. This is what we're going to give you. This is what we're going to give you. But I think it's all coming from the same place. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think you know, like Christ is like Christ energy, like. That's incredibly powerful word. Yeah, it's like I've used it to get like, demons away from me several times, and I still I'd use it today. If somebody was bad around me, that they're afraid of that word. Yeah. What does the world need now to heal and improve? Oh wow! We can come back. That's such a loaded question. Come back. I mean, a lot of love, but yeah, I feel like there's more I may say to that. Well, the song later. goes, "What the world needs now is love, sweet." You know the song? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Joni Mitchell. And that's part of the reason I named my dog Joni. Oh, uh, you just touched on this, but are you judgmental of people who do or believe different things than you? No. Not at first, at least with me. But if they um, do something that deserves me to judge them, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, maybe that was not the right way to say no, it. No. I, um, Technically, it was a yes or no question. Yeah, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess it depends on what I'm judging them for. If you, they're being um, hurtful or manipulative right. and things like that, like I the think The church can in, be real rough on people because of stuff they believe. Like Hitler did that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess at times um, I will come to a place where judgment seems appropriate, but I definitely don't judge someone until they've really showed me that they deserve it. their colors are a certain way. Or you can't trust them. Yeah, if they've broken, you know, you know, any opportunity for real trust, then... I'm a naturally curious, innocent person. Like, I believe naturally that everybody's good and happy and wants to um, get along. So I get, I take things pretty hard. 
when I find somebody's um, negative or dark and like they like that and they just go with that. So when I find out that somebody's just intentionally evil, for lack of a better way to put it, or, or, or diving in there or trying to hurt people, um, I mark them off the list. I, I can be quite cold and just be like, you're bad. I'm done with you. I do that quite often. Not not to, not to, not to most people, but some people, if they cross me and they did it and I give them another chance and they keep doing the same thing. Have you ever been in a tornado or a hurricane or an earthquake or equivalent? I've been in a minor tornado at the beach. For real? I mean, it wasn't like too severe. Like uh, Myrtle Beach? I think it was uh, Cocoa Beach. Yeah, like I just remember the sand was flying around on the beach so much and it was like, you know, it hurt because it was hitting your skin so quickly and you had to like cover your face. But like I haven't, it was mainly just like really, really windy. I guess it was like the outer skirts of the tornado. I wasn't like in the, the eye of the tornado. Have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz? I have. What do you think that's all about? Someone ate some good drugs. Have you ever, are you now, or have you ever been into any type of sports? Absolutely. So I dabbled in all sorts of sports, but I um, was the most committed to cross country. Oh, I yeah? was a cross country star. I placed in state twice. I was honestly pretty unusually. Here? Yeah, in Hendersonville. Yeah. Did you ever play North Buncombe? Or run against North Yeah, Buncombe? yeah. And I was the water boy for the girls cross country team. Oh, that's team. funny. Yeah, maybe I ran by you. Me and my uh, two best friends, we quit the football team to be the water boys for the girls cross country team. It's on my resume because it's one of the best decisions I ever made. Nice. Anyways. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, yeah, I was really, I'm only 5'3", so I was pretty fast for my size. What did you run? Uh, gosh, you know, I don't remember even the times. Um, no, 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 oh. like, what was the distance? Like, what oh, was well, the... five, 5K, I think it's 3.2. Do you still do that at all? Uh, yeah, I still run, but not like I used to. I did run very intensely wow. for a lot of my 20s. Um, yeah. But now I, but now that I'm getting older, I feel like it's actually healthier for me to um, dial back on the intensity. Because I've got a knee that's a little faulty, and yeah, I, I love to go running with Joni. She and we love to go trail running. Is um, she bigger or smaller? She's a medium-sized dog. She's so like she's in between pounds. the beagle and yeah. Do you miss it? Miss cross country. Uh, Do you have some homies that you made friends with back then? That you're still I close? don't really keep up with hardly anybody from. All of my friends were burnouts and drug heads, and I'm a sober person for the most part these days, so I'm with you. Yeah. It's hard not to run into them, though. But I did recently reconnect with um, some friends that I had from back in the day, and it's been really pleasant, but for the most part, I didn't really keep up with many people from high school. Have you ever... Uh, this is just funny, because I'm... I, I've just brought it up. Have you ever had a problem with drugs? Um, I have. I was an Oxycontin addict. And I've been sober since April 2011. I mean, I guess there's been parts of my life where, you know, I drank too much or smoked too much. But I it definitely, sounds like a no. 
Because you know when you have a problem. I guess, you know, I, I dabbled. I still may partake and have a drink here. But I, I was always... Yeah, I mean, like, like there, there was a few times in my 20s where I was out of balance, but, like, I always had this very intense desire to maintain a certain level of health, and that kind of goes back to my childhood experience. Like, it was very important to me to be the opposite of my mother, and I right. knew that my mother represented complete unhealthiness on a physical, mental, spiritual level, and so... It was always important to me to make sure that I preserved a certain amount of purity. Right. That's that's very and that's cool. still very important to me. When I was a freshman in high school, this guy was brought some liquid acid, and he put it in a banaca bottle, you know, like the breath thing. Oh yeah. And I took a whole bunch of that, Ooh, and I had no smoothies. clue. So all my friends got into like pot and stuff way before me because I thought it was all the same. So how are you doing that all day, every day? But then I eventually came, um, and I partied quite hard. Have you ever experienced a paranormal activity or something supernatural? All the time. Are you cool with it? Can you can you talk to them? Yeah, I feel um, un I feel uncomfortable when there's not like if if I'm not experiencing some sort of synchronicities on the reg then well they're that, all around yeah they're that, here right now exactly so it's all like, i see it me too so if i'm not experiencing that that actually means that i'm very much out of alignment and i need to get back to no, myself fix it. because when i'm in my energy life is magical so i got this i got this this moped accident um she said i was 12. um and I was unconscious for two weeks. I feel that I was in the same place, but in the spirit realm the whole time. I mean, it's very clear to me. And anyways, I should I I I, I shouldn't have started that. But I'm saying my life has been forever altered because of that. And I just there now I ever since waking up, I feel them and I see them. And I, it's overwhelming. Oh, I have, wow. I'm still a human, obviously, and that's how I have to operate. But maybe you're this, something else. Maybe you're a mix. This huge thing has been put on me, and I'm just an idiot. Is all I ever wanted to be, but I'm something else has been put on me, and I'm trying to figure out how to deal with that and how to. Well, we'll have to expand on that later on, even outside of this podcast interview, because that's very fascinating to me. I don't know how to word it. That's okay. It's, it's the most real thing I know. What's the last fruit that you ate? Strawberry. Were you into the margarine at all? Um, briefly. Do you know the moves? Not by heart. Not all of them right now. I know some of them. I'm, I, I, bet, I bet if this song came on, we could do it. It might take a minute. Potentially. Do you have a sweet tooth? Sort of, but I usually I try to not uh, consume sugar, sugar. So I'll do like fruit or honey, um, things like that. Do you think that you're better than me? No. She looked away to the right, 
um, if there's a psychologist. I looked right at you, I and I said no. You did. I don't. I'm stir. I, I stir the pot. Um, Keep on stirring. I'm not doing it intentionally. Stir I have, however much takes, you need to. It takes me a minute to catch up with what's coming out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For sure. What's your favorite part of being alive? Whoa, what a question. Um, Discipline? Being able to create. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like I'm... Are you, you, you love the arts, you've told me. What yeah. do you do artsy? I mean... I feel like if you resonate with being an artist, there's lots of different ways you can express your creativity. At times that's in the oh, kitchen, I love making playlists, Never I love it. writing. Um, what do you write? Poetry, things like that. I actually want to write Potentially for a, if I make enough money doing real estate, then I'd like to have time just to write. I want to write a book. Your story? Yeah, a reflection of my life, but there will be some magical, metaphorical spins to it. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you can be creative with all sorts of things. But I think mostly just understanding your power in terms of creating a life that is yours a life that's truly authentic and genuine not influenced by programming or what your family thinks you should do or what society thinks you should do and i'm just recently kind of stepping into that power and it's really really incredible and i feel very grateful to have an opportunity if you're, to if you're lucky enough to find that that, that um desire to do that it's it's incredibly it's a it's a burden in some ways, but it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. This is why I um, I work at night and how I am. I've pushed as much influence away as I can, like in, like so I can hear myself and the, the right voices to um, do what I need to do and create yeah, what I need to create. Absolutely, keep those distractions so out that aren't serving you. It's 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 tough, but it's worth it. Amen. They're so nice. They've turned the music down for us. Good. Are you good at? Are you too good to do like remedial tasks like sweeping or getting the mail, putting on your shoes? No, I like to keep my environment as tidy as possible because. I am a creative person, and with that creativity, there at times can be a lot of internal exciting, but yet chaos. And so it's important that my environment is orderly, or else I start to feel like it's just too much. Right. <laughs> I'm a, I'm incredibly creative type too, but and I but I'm a mess. Um, I like thrive in clutter, but I know where everything is, and it's it's done. On purpose I don't know why that is because I'm very disciplined and organized in my thoughts and how I do things but I don't to be honest 
it's about time. So like I can get I can get stuff I need and access to it faster with without I need to be I'm not I'm I'm not I'm a mess with my, my I'm not organized with like my outside self. But that's interesting. That's why I'm saying that because you're. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, see it similarly, I, but. I understand what you're saying, though. I mean, there's times when my apartment looks like a bomb went off because it was more of a priority to get out of the house on time. So I you're a tourist. That's important that. for tourists to have the outside world pop. And I'm a Capricorn, and they say that we are very organized but full of clutter like yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on all the time, and, um, you know, like, it's more of a priority for me to come out of the apartment feeling somewhat put together than making sure my apartment is put together when I'm the one that's going to be presenting myself to the world, not my apartment, unless I invite right. somebody over. But as much as possible, I try to keep my environment clean and orderly because it's nice. Like, it's feng shui. I think the angels appreciate a cleaner space. My dad and my brother are super tidy, neat freaks. My parents split up in third grade, and the girls went with my mom, and me and my brother went with my dad. And they kind of babied me, and they were super neat freaks. So I just kind of sat back and, like, go have at it, fellas. And I still kind of ride that vibe. Oh. <laughs> and, um, well, at least you're aware of where it starts. I mean, sure, I know how to do. I was a house husband for five years. Honestly, the goal is for me to be able to afford help with cleaning in the future as soon as possible because I did a lot of cleaning on the side for extra money. I had to clean sure. things that I shouldn't have had to clean as a girl growing up. I mean, like I said, the whole what Cinderella thing. Just, I mean, like doing more chores than any kid should ever have like to do. Like a chimney flu. Yeah, like all sorts of shit. Like you know, like. Like, you know, cleaning the oven with crutches. <laughs> Literally, like I remember... while you were on crutches? Yeah, while using... I was on crutches, oh, right. like, being told I had to, like, clean the oven, like, shit like that. How did this last big snow affect you? It was awesome. Right yeah, on. I had a really beautiful snow day with my dog. Have you ever made I ice really cream with snow? I really enjoyed being cozy inside after. Um, maybe as a kid, that kind of... Vaguely, vaguely rings a bell. Maybe something I tried. I'm not really sure. What's your end game with your life? To what do you aim at? Become the most prosperous, vibrant, successful, spiritually evolved version of myself, and potentially be in a position to help others and influence the world in a positive way. How do you think you're doing with it? I think I'm on track. Right on. There's a lot of work to do still, but I think I'm on track. Yeah, you're, you're deep. I, I, I don't know how else to be. Yeah. Shallow well, ends for the wussies. Um, you know, survival mode is so hard to get out of, but it does, like, uh, temper your life if, if you are able to prioritize certain things a certain way. I mean, do you have any ambition or desire to be a mother? I don't know. Maybe. You're afraid of that thought? Um, I'm not afraid of it. It's more so that I'm realistic and I do have priorities. And um, let's just say there's got to be a lot of money in the bank. You know, you don't want to. Um, I've been very hesitant. That's probably why I'm divorced because that's all my ex-wife ever wanted. 
Oh, and, wow. Um, and I said, no, um, not yet at least. But that's because I don't feel that my parents, I'm one of five, and I feel like my parents should have stopped at two because they couldn't take care of us. I don't care what they say. I don't care what's going on the radio. It's fine. Um, yeah. It's bullshit. I don't want that, and I, and I can't take care of myself, barely. So I don't Dude, want to bring I, somebody I, along for the ride and then have them grow up and have them figure it out because I've been weak. Yeah, I actually really relate to that. That's kind of how I felt about my situation growing up. Like, I'm actually kind of confused as to why my parents kept on taking kids in when they weren't really giving us the attention they needed. I mean, I guess they were doing the best they could, but, like, I learned from that. You know, if I get to a point in my life where my finances are, you know, I, I, I'm in a good sure. position financially. It's not that money's everything, but my issue is that a lot of people, you know, we're all, in a way slaves to the system. They're constantly at work. They're barely making ends meet. They barely even get to spend time with their family. It just seems absolutely crazy. But if it's I had selfish. if I had enough resources to where, you know, I could have a little help, you know, like be able to spend enough time with them, like make sure that everybody, it's not that we have to have like all the luxuries, but like I want them to be able to eat well and wear clothes that they feel comfortable in. I would like to be able to go on a vacation. And if, if that, if I'm not going to struggle to have kids is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I know how hell, hard life is no. and how embarrassing it is. I've been and struggling I don't my entire life. I'm not going to struggle more to have kids. I don't want to spread that to somebody. Because um, it is really hard and, and sad when you can't do basic things. Um, and to be clear, I said that my parents should have, have stopped after two kids. I was the third. Let's make that clear. Well, um, they say three's a charm. Well, that's true. Still. <laughs> have you ever been stung by a bee? Yes. Buzz. <laughs> Buzz. Span on that. Um, I don't remember all of it. I just know that I have. I actually think maybe it was a wasp situation. I did the whole accidentally running over a wasp nest while I was mowing the lawn once. Is this true? Are you saying this to fit in? No, I'm saying it because I I just remember like screaming and like running away if the lawnmower's still on because there's all these bugs everywhere, buddy me. Have you ever been in love? Oh, absolutely. Like for real? Yeah, it's easy for me to fall in love. That's part of the problem. You're a Taurus. Whatever that means. You've got a big heart. Have you ever been skydiving? I have not. Would you? Yeah. Why not? Do you have any thoughts on euthanasia? Is that when they put people... When they help this assisted suicide. Yeah, actually, interestingly enough that you brought this up, because on New Year's, I got a call from my good friend, Patricia, and she was frantic, and she had found her mother dead. And so that's how I spent my New Year's. I immediately went over there, and it was really intense. Um, I had never been around a dead body, but her mom took her life. Did you know her mother? Not very well. Uh, no, not at all, actually. Um, Patricia and I have only been friends for a few months, but we've gotten really close very quickly. 
Anyways, the reason her mom did it is because she had been in poor health and she was absolutely petrified of being sent to a nursing home. And furthermore, she didn't want to spend all of her life savings on a nursing home. And she also had become very dependent on my friend Patricia. And my friend Patricia had put a lot of her life on the back burner because she was taking care of her mom. So she did it because she wanted her daughter to get her inheritance and she was tired of suffering. So, you know, I mean, like, regardless, suicide, that there, there's some tragic, there's some tragedy to that situation, no matter how you look at it. But there's also, you know... I mean, I get it. Completely. Yeah, because, but then at the same time, it. especially with this experience that I recently had with my friend Patricia and finding the mom dead... I get it. Like, in some ways, I think it was really admirable. And now my friend Patricia, like... How did she do it? She took a whole bunch of Valium. So, but, but like, now, like, my friend that Patricia, works. she gets to finally quit the job that she has been sick and tired of for years now. And she is going to be able to, like, pursue her dreams and not struggle. I mean, that's what her mom wanted for her. Because if she hadn't done that, then... My friend Patricia would have been still struggling, and her mom would have ended up in a situation that she didn't want to be in. So I think it makes a lot of sense. You ever think about suicide? No. Oh. If I could do it, I would have done it 85 times already, but it's just not in the cards for me. I mean, I mean I'm I've in been, a good place now. I've been in some really like dark places, but never enough to like actually pursue that. You're driven. Yeah, you know, I've got some angels looking out. Mask or no mask? Depends. Vax or no vax? No vax. Shorts or pants? Depends on the weather. Ones or twos? Ones or twos. Depends more. Have you ever had poison ivy or yes. oak? I've had poison ivy. And I think I got it so bad that now I'm immune to it. I used to work as a guy who used to eat it, and I think he used to eat it because he was so stupid. Yeah, probably. His name was Lalo. That's Lalo. true. Do you believe in Zorro or Santa Claus or anything, or have you ever? Oh uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I believed in um, Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. I used do, to collect little Tooth Fairy boxes. Do you remember when you stopped? When my sister told me. Yeah, I have a brother too. What a shithead. I know, right? Killing the magic. Are you a neat freak? I think you are, a bit. Depends. Most days, yes. That's fine. I push people's buttons, sometimes on purpose, but mainly by just being how I am. Does this bother you? No. Are you honest? Yeah, I mean, if I was, like, tired and feeling kind of irritated, yeah, it would be annoying Would you let me, me know? Probably. You would probably be able to tell about me directly telling you because I'm pretty expressive with my body language and my tone. So I said, are you honest? And then after that I wrote, then why did you just lie? It doesn't. It, That's funny. It was a setup in case it fit. It doesn't really fit here. Yeah. Can I have five bucks? Sure. Can I have ten? No, because I can only afford to give you five right now. Do you believe in revenge? I believe that it exists. Do you act on that? No, I think that 
divine, I think that there's a divine presence that brings justice in its own way. So a biblical way to say that is revenge is the Lord. Yeah, amen. You're gonna get what you deserve, whether that's good Did or bad. Are gonna be a refill? No, but I do need to use the bathroom again. Sure, I'll sure. I'll I'll fan myself. I am going to get me a reef. So I'm interviewing Veronica Olsen, is the name, and she's really delivering. I just got a refill. She's going to cry somewhere for a minute. That's a joke. I don't particularly need it, but you think I should take that five bucks? You said you give me. It's really uh, a beautiful day. I imagine it might be colder than it looks, but uh, the sky is really radiant. Um, it's a nice blue, like the typical sky blue that you hear about. That's what the sky is right now. Okay, so how much longer do you want to go? Because I know you're on a timeline. What time is that? It's 9.15ish. Go to about 9.30, 9.35? Yeah. Did that give you enough time? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't actually have to show up to floor time, but I want to show up to floor time because you get walk-ins. Sure. So, yeah, I'd like to get there at 10. Usually people do what you're doing now when they're in the bathroom. Well, usually people... Can I add this to whatever you say? Go ahead. Oh, I mean, I do what I want as long as it's not going to hurt somebody. Yeah. Thank you. Thoughts on uh, what are your thoughts on dairy? We're the only mammals that drink another mammal's milk. Yeah, but we're also the only mammals who play Tetris. Yeah, it's true. And there's nothing wrong with dairy. It's just it doesn't work well with my body, and quite frankly, it doesn't work well with a lot of people's bodies for a reason. It produces a lot of mucus and stagnation, which is how disease happens. It is weird. <laughs> yeah. Are you afraid of spiders? Uh, kind of. But I've gotten to really appreciate animals in a way that I never thought I would this past year. So I think, you know, every animal kind of has spiritual symbolism that you can learn from. Of course. I love the sea. I don't know if you can see it. This is a picture I took of a spider at night. Oh, neat. That is cool. Um, what are you afraid of? The darker forces. Well, I am too, but if you really believe in the lighter forces as well, they are stronger. Oh, absolutely. But, but it I, is I, easy to get intimidated by them and, and, and be like, because you're susceptible. I don't want, because I don't trust me particularly. Um, with the right combination of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, if you're in your power and you're with the light, then it doesn't matter that the darkness can is. But I still think that you should be fearful Definitely of, be aware of dark, it. demonic stuff. Like, you certainly shouldn't try to be friends with it. Why did you agree to do this podcast? Because I'm saying yes more this year. You didn't say yes to the $10.
because I'm also being more discerning. And in the past, I gave more than I could ever give, and that's why I'm not as um, farther along with my finances. I gave too much. So Very I've, good. I've learned. Very good. What do you do for fun? I like to go hiking. I like to uh, really just like be in nature. I enjoy, I, I love a good film. I love to see music. I love to dance. What's your favorite film you saw recently? Did you see The Power of the Dog? No, actually, I haven't even had an opportunity to sit down and watch a full movie because I've been so busy. Like, I, like here's an example. I bought a, I don't have internet at my house right now. Um, it just doesn't seem necessary because I'm not, anyways. I long, don't either. Long story short, I went to the Red Box to get a movie and I was like, okay, hey, well, I'll get it for two nights. I still haven't even watched it because there's just been other things that are more important. As much as I love film, I think that people who um, watch too many movies or too many TVs, it, it's just a shame. It's like your life is the best movie you could ever really participate That's in. That's true. And it should be more of a priority than getting wrapped up in some other person's movie. I'm an aspiring filmmaker, so when I watch stuff, I'm doing like a scientist, or dissecting it. So I could watch them over and over and over. Oh, yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, I've actually had this secret fantasy about getting into film it's myself. It's the best thing. Yeah. And my dad's an actor. Oh, cool. Um, and then I train in Chicago, uh, Second City, where it's other actor types and stuff. And I, it was actually interesting because I went there and I was like, I'm here where all my heroes come from, blah, 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 blah. And then I hated it. I took a class and I hated it so much. And then, and I was giving up on it. I was like, I'm here where this is like the Harvard of comedy acting and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And somebody's like, you should take a writing class. And I did, because I was already, I mean, I write anyway. I was like, oh, I'm behind the camera. That's my, my jam. I love it. Yeah. And it kind of just shifted me just a little bit. And uh, I'm so grateful of that. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I'd like to talk to you more about that later. Um, yeah, I've... Like later on in life, I potentially would like to get somehow involved with the film industry. I'm writing a movie called The Isaac Montage. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be filming nice. as soon as I can. I've got three short films I'm going to film before that. Maybe you can help me. Okay, cool. Tell me about Costa Rica. Costa Rica is beautiful. Everything is so lush and abundant. Um, I really appreciated the people that I met there. Were they locals a, or were they short they, both? They mix? were locals, mainly locals. Um, they seemed to be very down-to-earth, family-oriented, right. more about... How, do, how would I put this into words? Um, it seems like they're more concerned about Grounded. like yeah, like the quality of life being more like, about relationships and food and nature, not the hustle and bustle of materialism and superficial bullshit. When I, before you got here, I, I was talking to the thing. Yeah. I said, I don't know how this is going to go. I wrote all these questions. and you know, I have not met Veronica. Now you're um, like, this is fucking awesome. She might, well, I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. But I was like, um, she might be plastic or like real. Uh, bougie. Yeah. So, so I like my, I've got a little bougie. Look, you have to if you have any brains. So I, I am pleased with how this is going. Oh, good. But I was like, I don't know how it's going to go, so maybe she's fake and this is lame, but we're going to give it a go. 
Have you ever had a navy bean? Yes. What was, when was the last time, when was the last Halloween you dressed up? Oh, gosh, man. I, I had some really good times with Halloween when I was younger. Um, my first, the two that I really remember dressing up, it was the first year they did Moogfest downtown mm -hmm. Asheville, and I lived downtown, and all the venues you could walk to. That's cool. And I dressed up as a blue spectral monkey, because that is my sign in the Mayan Zodiac. Mayan um, Zodiac's a thing? Yeah, and I'm the blue spectral monkey. It was awesome. It was so much fun. And then the year after that, I dressed up as a... Is costume? Yeah. And the year after that, I dressed up as a uh, galactic space flamingo. And that, that was... How did you come up with that idea? Because I'm always coming up with DMT, ideas. GMT? No, I just, uh, I had this infatuation cool. with space was it still and flamingos. Yes, I was, I was very pink. Yeah, I was raving. I um, yeah, those two years were my most favorite dressing up. I don't really remember any other years except those two. I years. dressed up like Keanu Reeves for ten years in a row with the clan, but I only got to three years, and then I got in a car accident and then I stopped. That's part to uh, to make it where it's okay for me to stop doing it. Uh, but uh, it was fun for a minute. Do you know anything about the Tigris and or Euphrates rivers? Very little. How's about the Ganges, the Ganges? Uh, I guess I'm not very um, schooled on the rivers. I don't know that much. I like, I'd, I'd be interested in They're very before. old. No, they're very old. Okay. Uh, holy. How do you feel about birds? Like, would you touch a dead one on the side of the road? No, I would not touch a dead one on the side of the road. Um, but how do you feel about them in general? I think that... They are very um, magical and powerful animals, and I I pay attention to them when I see them. I think that you really, yeah. Like whenever I see an animal and I get a intuitive spiritual hit as I'm seeing the animal, I usually look up the symbolism for that animal later on, and nine and a half times out of ten. Whatever I read about that animal very much is in alignment with what's going on in my life, and I feel like I was supposed to see the animal. I do yeah. believe that they're, um, they can be used as great signs or like directions. Or like I, I, I do that as well. Um, pretty casual in general, so I don't look up much. I'm looking down at my notebook or whatever. Do you remember 9-11? Yes. Where were you? Um, in gym class, and that's actually, or, I, I think, no, 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 I take it back. I just remember they put us all in the gym. They had us all in the gym, and it was, like, really dramatic, and yeah, I, and, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't take it as seriously as I should have at the time, I was just a child. I mean, I was a freshman. But, I mean, like, you could tell, like, something really messed up had just happened because all the teachers looked more freaked out than yeah, all the kids as a collective. And they were showing us all the, you know, TV. I got yelled at. Like, this is not a joke. I mean, I wasn't, I don't know that I was making a joke about that. But uh, I was an immature child. Do you remember the first time you remember Queen Latifah? No. I never really paid much attention to her. Is it personal? 
No, I mean, there's just other things to pay attention to. Oh, snap. Salt, <laughs> salt or pepper? Both at the same time. Green or blue? Green. Day or night? Day. Okay. Yeah. I'm Have crazy two. about both, but the night time's an incredibly spiritual time. Um, you can, there's not as much noise, and um, that's when the spirits and stuff frolic more so. You can see them clearly. I feel like I can see better at night. Um, East or West Coast for that? Thank you. Oh, gosh. Um, I can't say I can choose one or the other, but I'm actually growing up and still now. Tupac? I, Snoop Dogg? All of it. I don't discriminate against right. what direction. I don't want to because I find out if that's like saying you have to pick a religion. Like, no, I don't. But what if they were like, we need you to pick East or West Coast or we're going to execute Then I would be like, okay, this reality is stupid. I'm just going to change the channel. I would say, who's got the gun? Okay, I'm on your team. That's a good way to handle it. Um, Vel or Crow? What? That's a good answer. <laughs> Are you a carnivore? Yes. Ish. Do you think OJ got away with murder? Who knows? Who cares? Exactly. Are you good or bad? I'm fresh. Right on. Do you enjoy tobacco products? I have in the past. Um, every blue moon I'll take a drag and usually I feel sick. But, uh, I used to smoke cigarettes. What kind? American Spirits. Pretty much every color packet the American Spirits came out with, I've tried it. I used to smoke Salem's because my friends hated them, and they wouldn't bum them. They'd have to, like, hesitate to bum them. And then I moved to Raleigh, and uh, they, my friends I made there were a lot more down with bombing my Salem's and then I got COVID-19 and was in the hospital and they showed me a picture of my lungs oh my gosh and now I don't smoke good I'm glad you don't smoke oh yeah, well I miss it but I don't want to die in that way what do you want to talk about like what do you want the people to hear In regards to what? Me? Or Whatever. life? It's your time to shine. We can come back to that if you'd like. Well, I mean, if anyone's looking for a realtor, they should definitely contact Veronica Wilson, because I do superior work. Very well played. Holla holla. Are you into showbiz at all? Showbiz. Show Showing houses. <laughs> One track mind. Like, you know, like, um, the real world, or oh, do I watch TV? Broadway. No. no, I'm talking about, like, performing and oh. being in show business is what I mean. Oh, I actually feel like, uh, being maybe, a songstress. I, maybe I could get you're into You're into dance, you said, and you're into writing. That's half show business right there already. I feel like in some ways I kind of am a performer. You're a creator. Yeah, I feel like 
Like I like when I was like bartending, I kind of felt like I was a performer. How tall are you? Five three and some change. Is that a problem for you? No, I like my I like my height. Did you have time? Did you have to like come to terms with that? How oh, she make it sound like you know I'm a midget? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I feel like I would prefer to be a little shorter than taller, like. Especially in regards to relationships, because I have met a few girls who are really tall, and like they have a heck of a time finding a guy that's tall enough for them. I haven't stood up yet. I'm only four seven. What are you most proud of yourself at this point in your life? Your height. Declaring my sovereignty right, well, and protecting it, America. Sovereignty means like all knowing. Sovereignty means. Like being in your individual power and oh, owning yourself, owning yeah, your like being authentic. Yeah, that's really, really. Um, that might be the most important thing. Yeah, like not like letting other people influence you that have no means to do so. What do you think is your biggest problem? Money, money, At, dollar bill, y'all. At times, self-doubt. I'm working on my confidence, but I mean, how do you do that? most of the time I feel confident, but there, there's still, how am I working through it? Yeah, how do you work on it? Um, therapy, doing lots of self-care, being proactive, because self-care doesn't just mean taking bubble baths and you know putting on a face mask, which I love all of that. But I came to the realization that self-care means actually being proactive in your life, you know, like taking right. action, like like taking care of what needs to be taken care of so that you can actually achieve greater happiness and prosperity. So sometimes that means getting off your ass and folding the laundry. Sometimes that means picking up the phone or making an email. So just like basically stepping up your game. Like I, I talked about... Um... I talked about having that big accident. Right? I'm the middle child of five, we were four people, and I didn't get a lot of attention ever. Um, so I just did what I wanted, and I just sat there and lived in my head. So my point in saying this is I had that big accident, and if that didn't happen, and I also said earlier how I just wanted to be an idiot, that's all I ever wanted to be. Um, if I didn't have that, it made me focus on myself in ways that I never would otherwise. And I kind of got hooked on it. And I put so much work into myself, into my future, and I have taken control of stuff like that, like you're saying. And it's the best thing that's ever happened by far. Um, but awesome. I never would have looked at it. I would have just felt like I'm fine, and this is how it is. But I had to look at some things that I wouldn't have looked at otherwise, and I had to keep looking at it, focus on it, and said, okay, and now I dig it, now I dig it. It is, it's really empowering. Yay, that's beautiful to hear. Have you ever fired a gun? Yes. At who? Uh, at a can, it was a BB gun, and I, I hit it dead on, but I actually would like to get my um, permit to carry a gun. Not that I want to shoot people or shoot anything. I just think that these are uncertain times and there's uh, some wackos out there. And if I were ever in a situation where I needed to use a gun and I didn't 
know how to use one, I would feel like an idiot. There are, you know, it's pretty easy. It's pretty. Have you ever put a child in their place? My parents all the time. Oh, snap. Do you like cinnamon? Love cinnamon. I eat it daily. Just plain? Uh, no, I mix you it in with like... Banana, hurt. Really? A lot of large amounts. It's good for your blood sugar. It's also good for um, a lot of other things. I put it in the yogurt and I put it in... You put cinnamon in yogurt? Yeah. Like a teaspoon? Yeah. That and a lot of ginger. Um, cause, yeah. Because... That works? It spreads right? Well, I know a little bit about Chinese medicine and I eat the yogurt from the probiotics. However, yogurt has a lot of damp qualities and so to counteract the dampness that the yogurt encompasses it's good to mix it with something that has more heat and cinnamon and ginger have more heat so they're good for your digestive system right interesting balances out the stagnation do you like desserts not particularly Never dated one or two oh, snap. for real though so i was raised by a couple I'm telling you, this one guy. Woo! Do you like the idea of marsupials? Is that like monkey? Marsupial is like an armadillo. Well, not an armadillo, no, like a kangaroo, where they have, um, unfortunately, that's the only marsupial that's coming to mind. Well, they have like pouches. They yeah, have like, um, I mean, the I, womb on the exterior, and it goes beyond birth. Yeah, I think that kangaroos are really cool. Um, However, kangaroos remind me of Australia, and Australia is probably the last place in the world that I'd want to be right now. Because you dated a guy? No, because it's been a police state for like the last six months. What do you mean? You don't know what's going on in Australia? I'm, I'm so self-involved. Uh, I thought they were doing great with COVID. <laughs> great with COVID? That's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, I like, basically, even if you don't test positive and you give them the wrong attitude, they send you to a camp, a COVID camp. Oh, so they turn into North Korea? Yeah. Basically. That's a shame. I like uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Australia has gone, like, batshit crazy. It's wild. Do you like Rosie O'Donnell? I don't know her well enough to have too much of an opinion. That's all I got. All right. That was really cool. well. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I didn't record. I forgot to press record, but it was still going so well that... You didn't record any of it? That was a lie. Okay. I'm pretty honest, but I do lie for fun. It was great. It was an hour and a half, and I'll probably, you know, I'll cut out anything that I think could be detrimental to the world. Okay. Or you, or okay. me. I'll leave it going for a minute longer in case... So what do you have the rest of the day? Um, I'm going to floor time from 10 to 1 and then to my apartment to let the dog out and then to Asheville to handle a few appointments and then I have uh, therapy with my energy alchemist Is at 4 o'clock. in person? No, it's over the phone. And then I'm going to make dinner and not talk to anybody and process my therapy. <laughs> Is my eye contact overwhelming? No. But I should actually probably go because it's, it takes me 20 minutes to get to Henderson. Perfect. Say goodbye and, to the people. Hey, goodbye, people. Hey, goodbye, Sending people. love and light and blessings. And okay. uh, I'm Isaac, and it's Isaac Interviews, and I, you know, unfortunately you'll hear me later. Sweet.